The Boating Life Podcast with Savvy Navi, making marine navigation at sea easy. This is the Boating Life Podcast, produced by the boating app Savvy Navi, the navigation app that puts essential marine information all in one convenient place. I'm Kerry Herford Jones, and thank you for joining me for this special Savvy Navi feature edition. Joining me today from Auckland, New Zealand, is Paul Wager. A man who loves nothing more than tearing around the cans on a carbon mini transat prototype boat, which he tells me is a lot of fun, although he has yet to get anyone else to jump on board with him. Many years ago, he used to be a boat builder until he became a paraplegic. At this point, his late wife encouraged him to get reconnected with the water through sailability, of which he is now a trustee and huge supporter of. Plus, as you'll hear in this podcast today, he has some big ambitions still unfulfilled. I started out by asking him to explain more about what sailability can offer. Probably the best way to explain it, I've worked with a few people now that are quadriplegics and they really never go out of the sight of their caregiver. For us to be able to put them in a boat and give them some controls where they can do sip and puff mechanisms to get them out sailing independently is life-changing for them and it's been really humbling to have some involvement in it. I don't really have any on-the-ground involvement with helping people go sailing but there's a lot of volunteers that do and uh, and it's amazing to see the people with extreme disabilities still able to get out sailing independently. I'm probably more fearful for them than, than they are of themselves. <laughs> but it's, it's awesome <laughs> fun to watch, I tell you. Yeah, there is something about that, I think, that's uh, embracing your fears Technology has come so far, hasn't it, that it allows people with all sorts of abilities to get at the controls of a boat. And you and I are very aware of a number of people who have defied all sorts of challenges to perform some amazing feats at the controls of some of these boats. Yes, absolutely. We've seen some people with extreme disabilities. We even do sailing for the blind and we have marker boys, essentially where they can sail to the sound of the, the marker and sail around it and competently get around a race course racing and be competitive with other people. It's, it's quite amazing to see. So people that really lack confidence and never really had the confidence to, to be that independent can jump in a boat with somebody else who is competent to take them out. And generally, we can teach them to sail independently at, at whatever level they are absolute beginners even. You and I touched on something a little bit earlier regarding simulator that we use. So there's a, in Auckland, New Zealand, there's a uh, spinal unit where people that have just had the life-changing spinal injury and have become paraplegic or quadriplegic or somewhere in between. And so we have a simulator in that particular facility and we get one of our former Paralympic sailors has been running that and, and she takes people through the ropes and teaches them to sail in the simulator to give them the confidence to learn that they can get out and do stuff and live life to the fullest again and then they'll generally go from the simulator to a real boat and then if they really want to they can step up to high performance sailing we also carry the scud 18s which are very fast they'll do you know over 15 knots if you push them in a bit of breeze it takes a little bit of skill to keep those things going but they're great fun and, and it's quite fun to go past everybody else while you're out there and they don't, they don't realise you're a paraplegic or whatever. The simulator, I think, 
it's such a great innovation, and I think anybody of any ability should have a chance to get at the controls of one of those, because I think it could help all of us with our boat control. Yes, and it's very accurate too. It's modelled directly onto one of the Hansa class boats, and it reacts almost exactly the same. So a very, very specific simulator, and you go straight from the simulator to the boat, which is the same thing. So you basically have direct neural connection with the boat before you even jump in it. Amazing. Let's talk a little bit about barriers to boating because that's part of the theme of what we're doing here with Savvy Navi. From your perspective, what do you think the barriers are to boating for those with extra mobility needs? One of the biggest barriers is having the confidence to even do it, but also knowing there are organisations out there that, that cater for just about any disability. That's probably the biggest barrier. I said before that about 10 years ago, I discovered sailability myself and have since got involved at an administration level with that. But before that, I had no clue that there was even any boat that was capable that I could jump into. And I was an experienced sailor that hadn't sailed for many years. But for people to understand that you don't really need to have any level of skill to start with, you can be an absolute beginner. We have amazing volunteers and coaches that will keep everybody safe. The boats are completely safe. They will guide you right from beginner level. And you can stay at beginner level if you like and, and just really just have fun sailing around. Or you can go right up to a super competitive Paralympic level, which sadly is not available at the moment. Sailing was taken away from the Paralympics in Japan. It's unlikely to come back for a few years and that's for some administration reasons that I don't fully understand myself but I know there's a lot of work by World Sailing to get it back going again but it won't be for another several years from here. It's all about access to boats and to be honest you and I know not, not all marinas are necessarily set up to allow those with limited mobility access to a boat. How does it work from your perspective? That's a really good question and fortunately there's a solution to the just about any problem and fortunately at our facility at least we have a, a very sophisticated crane which we use to crane boats into the water and we use it to crane our sailors into the boats and and it's a very simple excursion it's you basically put a sling uh, under yourself typically as you do with a normal hoist if you're if you're a paraplegic or quadriplegic you understand how hoists work mm. and you basically just get lifted straight into the boat as you would into your bed with a hoist or whatever. If you're mobile, by all means, you can shuffle into the boat. Go right down to the dock and shuffle straight onto the boat if you don't need a hoist. Also another device called a sea crane, which is a very small hoist, which is bolted onto a dock. And we use it typically for Paralympic regattas around the world, where you've got a lot of people trying to get into a lot of boats, you know, at reasonable speed because you need people assisting you if you've got 30 sailors trying to get into a boat you need quite a few different hoists and it takes some time to get people in the water so there's a device called a sea crane which is a, is a very simple hand winch which is geared and usually your coach or your volunteer safety people will help somebody get into a boat if they need assistance so yeah the, the problems are solved you just need to find the people that have solved the problems it's often a question of asking the question, finding the right resources. They're out there, but they're not always obvious. No, that's right. And that's why Sailability is such an important organisation. 
if you search on saleability anywhere, I think it's in 34 countries the last time I saw some statistics around the world. And usually a saleability has loan boats available for anybody to go sailing in. And they usually have open days where you can just try it out and see if it's for you. I should probably go back a little bit here and state that saleabilities, even in New Zealand, there's several different saleabilities in different towns and cities around the country. And the same in the UK, I understand. And, and many countries around the world. You will find a sailor with a reason, within a reasonable distance, hopefully, if you live anywhere near a waterway. And a simple Google search for sailability and your home area or, or town or, or country should get you on the pathway to finding the information you need. And it's not just about the boats and accessibility to the boats, but it's also about some great coaches out there, aren't there, that can really help Yes, to give you an example of that, we were very fortunate to have Ben Ainsley's coach for his first couple of gold medals, was the New Zealand high performance coach for Yachting New Zealand for a period of time. And we have training clinics with people at that level. So if you are interested in high performance sailing at the Paralympic level, and at least in New Zealand, we have the ability to cater for that. I'm not sure what level in other countries, it was kind of a lucky break for us to be in that situation but invaluable training. And everyday sailing, again, not always obvious where you can go, how you can get onto the water, how you can make it happen, but sailability is really a bringing together of like-minded people to enable people to have at least the opportunity to get out on the water for the first time. Yes, yes, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and like I said earlier, at any school level, any ability, you know, we're, we at least would typically... A, a cater for just about any person that could come along and the freedom is just something to behold if you haven't had freedom for a while we all know what it's like to have no freedom in COVID well you know yeah. a lot of people with disabilities are stuck in at home and well they don't understand or they, they've never been told the the facilities are available so uh, so part of this is is about getting the word out letting people know let's talk about some of those boats i mean quite interesting from your perspective as a, a former boat builder but some of these boats are pretty bomb proof you're not going to capsize them easily are you <laughs> that's right but i don't think i've ever seen one get near to capsizing i have the smaller boats you, you they're all keel ballasted which means that they have a, a quite a heavy weight underneath them and you can't tip them upside down no matter how much wind there is they are well-proven boats there's thousands of them running around the world and they're used every day the super safe yeah like you say almost bomb proof yes you can make mistakes which can cause you get into a bit of trouble but we generally uh, always have a safety boat following us wherever we go so even in marinas where somebody's not quite capable we'll help them along and teach them to be a better sailor and uh, and to be safer so we go from the very 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 beginner to the high-skilled, high-speed, very high-performance trained sailors. Whatever level you want to go to is, is where you can be taken. And the most important thing, Paul, is you can have fun doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I hadn't before gotten together with a bunch of like-minded people with the same interest in sailing before. That doesn't go for not just for the other sailors, but for the coaches and the volunteers as well. And uh, I see you know, some amazing people involved in the, at the volunteer level, just giving their time to give people this experience because they know how enlightening it is and how much giving them that freedom is just so valuable. 
You mentioned earlier about the Paralympics, and we won't get into the politics of it, because clearly there were some involved there in Japan. But there must have been a knock-on effect from it not being part of the Paralympics this year. And that must have had a knock-on effect with other sailors. Did you see that? Do you feel that happened? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Myself included. I was trialling with some other crews in New Zealand to, to get the New Zealand berth to Rio. And that was, and we already knew by the time the Rio Olympics were, were coming along, the Rio Paralympics, that, that Japan wouldn't have a sailing involved. So at that point, I was involved in trying to qualify, and I, I wasn't quite good enough, unfortunately. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun trying to get there, and a, a lot of great coaching. But when news of that happened, I felt, and I saw a lot of other sailors that had a very clear pathway of, of wow, if I can get to this level, then I can take another step up, and I'll get some great coaching, and I'll be a much better sailor, and maybe I could do this, and get to the point of qualifying for Paralympics. That just all dissolved very quickly. There wasn't that ultra high level to attain to. Even if you didn't realistically were ever going to be good enough to get there, having that goal is just is, is so motivating. And that was lost to many people that had this little dream that probably was never going to happen for a lot of people. But that dream in the background is, was just destroyed. So yeah, it was a very sad time for the whole community and we saw numbers of people go down. Uh, fortunately things are sort of ticking along okay at the moment and in New Zealand at least the America's Cup does wonders for the local motivation and, and uh, interest in sailing. So that's been a great thing here. That helped us attain sponsorship and, and things like that. So it all has a flow-on effect. As a long-term supporter of Savvy Nav in New Zealand, what are the key benefits to you personally, Paul? So my main sailing interest is Mini Mini 650, which is a sort of oceanic or a racing yacht. And I discovered Savvy Navi some time ago as a really, really useful plotting tool for casual racing. And uh, it was really helpful, and of late especially, calculating tidal movements in different areas and plotting upwind courses. And so double-checking against your own ability and skill and judgment has been really, really helpful in my little world. So that's been fantastic. And just being able to have a, a completely independent offline system that's not required to be plugged into your boat is also helpful because I have done a bit of shorthanded sailing and uh, quite a bit. And, and you need that security of, of secondary systems and all sorts of things to, to go with you. So um, having Savvy Navi in the background to in addition to a, a traditional chart plotter and to double check everything has just been really, really helpful. What about yourself then, Paul? What's your plans for the next 10 years? Okay, well, I'm getting a little bit old for the 650 now, the mini boat. They're terrible upwind. They slam into waves, so it's time to lift the game a little bit and go a bit bigger. At the moment, I'm working on a project to acquire a large catamaran that can accommodate wheelchairs and hopefully I can share the thrill of sailing a performance catamaran at speed with other people with disabilities. I will try and get there. It's a lot of work and a, a lot of logistics and difficulty, but surrounded by some really good people and hopefully we can make it happen. Just talk about the people around you who help you to make things happen because whatever walk of life you're in, wherever you are in life, it is about good friends, about good supporters. Who's been inspirational to you and who's been the biggest help to you to fulfilling some of your dreams i couldn't say anybody specifically prior to purchasing the little mini 650 i needed to go through a major surgery 
and we wanted to tick off some bucket list stuff mm. myself and my mm. wife and so i intended to sail around new zealand solo i was very fit and healthy even as a paraplegic back then but my condition started to get worse so with much encouragement from my wife purchased the mini 650 and decided to do a very famous in new zealand coastal race a coastal classic single-handed as a personal goal and in the process of working up to that my wife sadly passed away in a car accident how long ago was that, Paul? That was two years ago now, just over two years. So, yeah, I, I didn't tell you the whole story, but I, I embarked on designing and building a boat to sail around New Zealand solo. And, and uh, my medical condition was starting to deteriorate. So that mm. was too much of a goal. So my wife said, come on, let's do it. I'll support you and yeah. uh, whatever you need to do. Oddly enough, it was starting to fall by the wayside because I was struggling to meet my work commitments and get that done at the same time. But when my wife died, that actually motivated a lot of people to, to jump on and help me. So I'm really thankful to a lot of people and to have got me where I am now. And yeah, been a bit of a tough time of late, but hey, I've learned a lot from other people and how to stay positive and be resilient and just live life to the fullest. And so I'd have to say that it was her inspiration to motivate me to get involved with sailability and then to acquire the Mini 650 and start working towards the Coastal Classic. She was my inspiration and since then I've had the surgery and things are improving and I'm sort of working back up to heading on to the big catamaran and try to tick off a few more boxes. Well. Her legacy is clearly living on through you and in you, Paul. What would you say to anybody who finds himself in a situation similar to you and thinking, I'm not sure, should I, shouldn't I? What would your message be to them? Oh, just do it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you never know what's going to happen next in your life. So just do whatever you possibly can and, and have fun, as much fun as you possibly can. Paul Wager, thank you so very much indeed for joining us for today's Savvy Navi podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, Yeah, and I hope I've inspired some people to get out there and do it, especially in the disabled community. Getting stressed out planning your next sailing trip? Savvy Navi acts like your silent first mate, cross-checking your calculations and providing all the information you need to get out on the water safely. Get integrated charts, weather forecasts, tidal heights, tidal streams, distance calculations and more in one place. Whether you're looking to plan an entire trip or just want to check the charts, tide and weather, it's as easy as one, two, three. Sail safe, sail easy. Sail with Savvy Navi. Download the app now on the Apple app and Google Play stores to start your free trial.